Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 27, Final Thoughts. Well, hello and welcome to the final episode of Cauldron of Worlds. I am Chad Corey. First and foremost, thank you so much to everyone who has been a part of this series. I've really enjoyed your support and interest in what I've been able to share. Again, hopefully it has been something of a benefit and a use to you on your world-building efforts. Uh, I don't know how long this will reach or how far it will reach in the ensuing months and weeks and years. It's available on the internet. That is the benefit, I guess, or the curse, however you want to look at it, of putting things out there online. It is there basically for perpetuity. So hopefully these will be useful and productive and beneficial for people for a very long time. Again, thank you for your help and support. I do encourage that. I was amazed that we got this far as we did. 27 episodes is quite a feat, especially sharing what I've been sharing and the way I've been sharing it. I think it was... Uh, like I said, amazing we got to this level as we did, especially in the midst of everything else that I've been doing. And let me do a quick rundown as well, since this is the last episode and people might not be aware of it, or maybe you come on this later and want to find out more of what I'm doing. Uh, my name is Chad Corey. Like I said, I am a writer, author, podcaster, creator in general of various things. You can find out more about me on my website, Chad Corey, C-H-A-D, C-O-R-R-I-E dot com, and there you can find out the various books and things that I've been able to write, produce, get out there. There is a section on there called The Writer's Desk, which might be of interest to various people. We talk about different elements of writing, and I share a bunch of links and things as well for everything from how to do contracts to finding agents to dealing with uh, publishers, editing, all sorts of things that tie into that. So, uh, you might we might want to avail yourself of that. You can also find more podcasts that I do. There's one called Trollodron Legends and Lore, which deals with the history, background, legends and lore, basically, of the world of Trollodron, one of uh, several worlds that I've uh, created for uh, production for stories and things in the, in the future and the present. And you can also check out Trollodron Behind the Scenes, where I go in there and talk about things that are going on, well, basically behind the scenes. That could be some more story-related things, it could be business things, it could be just some fun snippets, day-to-life stuff, whatever I think is most beneficial at the time to uh, to share. And last but not least, there is CoreyCast, which is a kind of an, uh, not want to say hodgepodge, but a collection of everything into one. So everything about what's going on in general it doesn't have to be world-specific and other stuff in general I just might want to want to share. I make that available, uh, I think, quarterly. And people can take advantage of that as well. So, again, a lot of stuff on there on the website. Again, I'm on social media at CreatorChad, and that is on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And then if you want to find out more information about the, the world setting of Trollodron, you can check out Trollodron.com. That's T-R-A-L-O-D-R-E-N.com. And you can use Trollodron as the handle on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and find out more information about that, too. And if you still don't have enough about Chad Corey and want some more, you can check out my newsletter. It's a free uh, email newsletter you can subscribe to. I send it out um, periodically. I want to say probably no more than quarterly, although sometimes if I'm doing a bunch of tours or books are coming out, I might send out a couple in a quarter to let you know what's going on. But again, I don't 
harass people. I don't uh, spam you with things that aren't relevant. I just keep you informed with some relevant uh, tidbits and info throughout the year. Maybe, like I said, two or three things a, a year, maybe at the most four. And uh, let you know kind of what's going on with upcoming book releases, tours, uh, specials, sales, promos, um, giveaways, things, you know, anything that might be relevant to people in general to let them know what's going on. I, I let them know about it. And sometimes they get that information before it's posted anywhere else. It's a special benefit of being on the newsletter that you can take advantage of. So that's the rundown of what's going on, uh, where you can find me and everything as well. Uh, this, for those who are just tuning in now, like I said, is the last episode of this podcast. We've done three seasons now, which I said again is a very monumental task, at least for me, a big achievement. And uh, we've covered a lot of ground on world building. It is a very nebulous topic, as you can imagine. But the way in which I have been covering it has been a focus on the macro to the micro, taking the big concepts and working our way down to the littlest concepts, littlest details. I've also been mindful to not get too bogged down in the details of various things, trying to keep it as agnostic as I can as far as different focus and uh, flavors go for what people might be wanting to get out of this particular series. Uh, I mean by that is I'm not trying to say this is how you build a fantasy world, this is how you build a a science fiction world, this is how you build a western world. I'm trying to keep everything as universal and general as possible of what the information I share goes so that people can use it however they want for whatever they're building, whether it's, you know, like I said, whatever genre, whether it's for role-playing games, comic books, uh, video games, you know, what have you. They'll find something of use and benefit from what is shared that they can be uh, be applicable to what they're doing for their particular project. And I also know that people might have more than one project that they do. I know I'm the same way, so maybe you can get multiple hooks and angles and insights out of each episode for different things that you're doing or even at different periods in time. So that's kind of the goal, kind of the direction that's been going on with this particular podcast. Uh, hopefully, like I said, it, it proved to be of a benefit to you. I know people are listening to it, getting access to it all over the world. I just don't necessarily know who they are and what benefit they are in getting out of it. But it's still, like I said, a, a been a great joy to uh, share at least what I know. And again, I don't know everything, but to share some of the things I've learned and uh, come across and some through experience and some just through research in general, what what can be possible benefits to you. Today, we're going to share some final thoughts and kind of, I guess, do a summation of what has been this encompassing podcast for the last uh, couple seasons here and, and try and get some things wrapped up and finished up in a good closing point for, I guess, the series, myself at this point in time with what I can share and uh, and go on from there. So basically, one of the things I wanted to kind of touch on today in general was the idea of knowing, we kind of touched on this in various ways throughout the various episodes, but knowing your limit, knowing when enough is enough. We mentioned in previous episodes how much detail you should get into, how big you should make your world's beginning in the, you know, the initial stages and not biting off more than you can chew and not doing, you know, not getting too bogged down with details and other work that would just be busy work and not really contribute to the benefit of the world or the various uh, projects that you tie into it. But I wanted to take that to another level and talk about how many worlds are more than enough. Um, at some point in time, 
you're going to come across, you know, if you're really creative, you're really energized, you really want to keep doing these things and doing stuff, that's great. Go for it. But at some point, you're going to realize that you probably might be reaching your limit as far as how many worlds you can successfully manage, how many concepts you can successfully put out there uh, and, and make them actually quality product. What do I mean by that? There is a tendency, and I, I'm, again, I speak in generalities and might be different for different people, but there is a tendency for the most part that people, especially creative people, the more they get into developing world settings and the more they get into becoming formulatic in that, you know, checking all the boxes, so to speak, and putting things together, while that's helpful and beneficial and it makes sure that you have a uniformity in what you create and make sure you don't miss anything, it can also put you in a position where you start do making your works derivative and you don't really have as a unique concept for the next world setting or next project that you do that you did for the first one and so on and, and so forth and you get the idea. So you may have like, you know, a really great first couple, two or three worlds that you did, two or three world settings that you did and then the fourth and fifth one are more or less kind of copies of what you did previously but just a different flavor different twist and it isn't as original it isn't as unique and you know that might work that might be doable that might be beneficial to you but at some point in time it's going to become like i said derivative the more you do it and the more it's just going to be like not impressive it's not going to lose it's going to it's going to lose any pizzazz that you wanted it to have and ultimately unfortunately might reflect negatively on the original world from which it is more or less derived. Sometimes this crops up with, if you have a very prolific, let's say, fantasy or sci-fi author, and they keep writing new stories, new world settings, but they follow the logic that a lot of them do, that every, every new series has to be a completely different world. And there are some authors that do that. They don't go back to and revisit what they're created. They just create a one, one-off world and they just have a story in that world. And while that might work, and while there's, like I mentioned in previous episodes, there's ways you can do that, and probably some advantages to doing that too. The downside with that is, as you keep writing more books, and especially if they're prolific, that the worlds kind of become derivative or not as unique or special or interesting as the other original uh, concepts were. Because the pressure is to keep producing something new, keep producing something new. And it, and while that's great and there's a great creative drive to do that, you ultimately can only do that for so long until you start taking elements from what you've already done or taking things for what are already on the market. And it, you don't have the openings and uniqueness that you once had to create something unique and interesting. You begin to become, like I said, derivative or a carbon copy or something like this, but just a little bit different. And, you know, again, that might work initially for a couple times, couple instances, but if you keep doing that repeatedly, it, it doesn't bode well for the world. It doesn't bode well for the readership because they want something unique and interesting. At least many of them do. I mean, they might, they still might follow you. I don't know. But I'm just saying, why go through all the effort and time if you're basically doing the exact same thing you've done before? You're just, you know, painting it red instead of blue, if you know what I mean. It's the same thing. It's just different color. Um, so I just, again, be mindful of that. Just think about that when you, when you get into your world building phases and crazes. Uh, myself personally, I know I'm kind of going to be around 12 worlds is my limit for right now. 
Um, that's a lot to manage, especially since a lot of them are open-ended as far as I go back into and continue to expand and develop things in them. Some of them are stand, you know, standoff, one-off kind of things, which I get one thing done and, and that's pretty much it. You know, one storyline and that's it. And that's fine. That's how they were created. And that's how I went into it. But I, I think 12 is, for me, um, pretty much the limit as far as keeping things original and creative and, and different and where I can go before I start having to carbon copy myself and start cannibalizing similar ideas and trying to find unique ways to to put them out there. So, again, not to say you can't do that for your own world or be like those authors that, that do that and they have a different world for every series, and maybe that works for you, maybe that's great, but I just would caution you before you get into that, maybe think long-term, have some wisdom on that, and see where the ultimate end of that is going to be because... If you are just, the other downside of that too, which I didn't mention, because the other, if you're just pushing that out there, you know, every time you do a new series, you don't really develop them that much, then you're also losing the potential, if there are some original, originally unique parts, you are losing the potential of taking those original parts and expanding them and making them into something uh, even greater and better than what they were initially used for. So again, just think about it, not saying I'm correct on it, I'm not saying that I'm the ultimate authority there, I'm just saying think about that when you get into it. Because if you are going to spend time and energy and effort on doing things, you might as well do things that are as unique and original as, impo- as possible, not just for your benefit so you can enjoy it, but for the benefit of readers and other people who may be participating in or experiencing the world in general. And I guess on the flip side of that, maybe in the tandem side of that, is to know when to take a break and to know when to step away in the world building process. I don't know if we cover this yet entirely on any episode in itself, but there's, you know, there's a good ebb and flow you can get into if you start doing this long enough or if you get into a, a vibe with with your creative undertaking that you'll you have a you'll have a sense of when, you know, you can really push it and go for it and get things done and then a sense when you need to step back and let it breathe and just kind of take a break for a while. And it's important to take a break when you can and when you're supposed to. It helps let the world setting breathe. It helps give you a better perspective. And it lets you be more informed as a creator as well. And gives you just, like like I said, a place to recharge and get some more ideas in general. A good, a good example of that would be right now as I'm recording this podcast, I am in the process of finishing up the final historical elements of Trowler. And I know it seems weird that this <laughs> world setting that I've been working on for for all oh, a couple decades now, it still needs to be fleshed out and finished out. But um, that's you know, the story in and of itself. I'll get into maybe later in some other podcasts. But I am just now, like I said, finishing up the historical elements that need to be done, the timeline for a, a part of it that has been absent for quite a while. And it, I find myself enjoying it now, now more than ever because. In that absence, I got a lot of great insight and perspective that I can incorporate into what needs to be done. And through that period of rest that I took between now and the time that you know was initially under, undertaken for the history, I got a lot more insight as far as how the, the threads connect, how things flow together, and what I want to do for the future. And so because I know all that already going into this, which I didn't necessarily know before when I took the break... I am now able to go in more confidently, more authoritatively, and just go in and just really edit and fine-tune and just make everything final from the beginning. So it's saving me time. I don't have to go back and, you know, retweak things again. It's just, it's a nice, simple process. Uh, another thing you can find, too, like if you have issues with 
different cultural things or historical things or other elements of the world setting that just are not really necessarily meshing so great so well in the beginning. Take a break, step back, and just, you know, relax and do something else. Get on some other project, do something, maybe something completely unrelated to it, and let your mind and your, your, your process there kind of figure out what the next step is. And sometimes it might take a week, sometimes it might take a couple months, but things will begin to gel and work themselves out, and you'll see, you'll figure out what needs to be done, how it needs to be done, what needs to be tweaked. Maybe something you're trying to push wasn't the right thing, and you should remove that and put something else in its place. Or maybe you're on the right track, you just needed to take it a different, slightly different direction or flush it out a little bit differently, and that allows you the opportunity then to come in with new life and to do that and continue on. Also, too, it's just fun to get away <laughs> from something once in a while. If you're always immersed in it, especially if this is going to be a big project and you plan on spending a good chunk of your life in it, doing stories, entertainment, whatever the case might be, it's sometimes nice. I shouldn't say sometimes. It's, it's always nice to step away, give yourself a break just to relax and kind of cleanse your mind and just, again, get a new perspective or just get away from it for a while and let yourself enjoy life and, and not be too wrapped up in that in particular. So, again, knowing when to take a break and, and how is, is another thing that I don't think we covered uh to the extent that I'd like to in, in previous podcasts. So I just wanted to make that uh, point as well as we wrap things up for this final episode. The other factor I play here too is to, we kind of touched on this a little bit in a previous episode about doing a joint world creation, but it might be helpful too in the future if you ever need to or if you find yourself stuck or just want to get some other insight to perhaps get some input or I guess you can say editorial guidance from other people. Uh, maybe these could be people in, in your creative community who have done world building before, who have built successful worlds, or have written things or done things that you want to do, whether it's comics, books, graphic novels, whatever you know the case might be, and they have a little bit more experience, a little bit more success than you do, or maybe have done things in a similar vein that you want to accomplish, and it might be beneficial to kind of pick their brain and get some insight into what might be some benefits to what you're doing, or maybe even see if you're on the right track and get some editorial guidance and direction on that. I know sometimes there's a fear of people stealing your ideas and incorporating you know, them into their own. So you have to be mindful of that always. And you know, there's always there's forms out there you can sign, non-disclosure forms and things like that. But in general, a lot of people just don't have time <laughs> to take your idea. And a lot of them are not going to be as... Uh, dishonest or irreparable to, to do that because they know that they're going to have usually in today's world there's a there's a record now you can keep of your your work in progress and things like that especially now if people are using electronic means to save their the resources on uh, social media and things like that or other websites and things or allow them to save the resources in a uh, programs or things like that they have timestamps and dates and allow security and and flexibility and storage of information in general. So again, they're not going to be stealing it. Plus, they don't have the time, like I said, because they have their own stuff to keep them busy, and they're not going to be working on focusing on taking someone else's projects or ideas when they have their own things. But if you're concerned about that, do you know? Do take some precautions on that. But I would encourage you, if you if you have someone you trust, someone you you think has a good input and advice, you can pass on to you. Take a moment and just look at you know, share some ideas with them, share some of what you've done, or ask for their input if they're willing to do so. And see what they think. They might have some fun ideas, some fun concepts they can pass on to you or, or share with you. Again, this is something if you feel confident in letting someone else 
give some input. And again, you don't have to take their input. It's just their thoughts and ideas. But maybe you're stuck in a spot that you just can't see your way out of. Maybe you're trying to find your answers to something that just keeps eluding you. And so you just step back, take some other input from someone else and say, hey, can you maybe help me find something here that I'm missing? Or what, what, what are your, what's your take on it? Or what's your, how did you fix this kind of thing? Or what did you do for your setting or whatever? And that might be just the thing to help you get over that hump, get you over that conundrum, and finish and flesh out what needs to be finished and fleshed out in your world setting. So again, and that, that also includes looking at resources like, like Calden World's podcast or other world-building uh, sites and places online that provide info, um, input and links and things that you can take advantage of and check out as well. The only thing I will advise or caution on is to not... Uh, to be mindful that this is not something that if you don't want to be a creative collaborative effort on or give credit to someone else for your, your world setting, then to be mindful that you initially up front tell them you're just looking for a couple ideas, a couple input, whatever you're looking for. You're not looking to be a collaborator with them and anything they do share is not going to be uh, giving credit to them You know, in, in the world. That's you know, It's just so they are aware of that because some people might be thinking, oh, I get to create with you. No, if you, unless you want to, unless you want to make it a collaborative effort, then you know, make sure that's clear up front so there's no confusion, and there's no ambiguity as far as what is being credited and who is being allowed to do what and say what in the process. But getting some input and ideas from other people is always a good thing. If it's something beneficial and where you're kind of lost and kind of needing some help. So that's true in anything in life. And that, I think, is going to wrap up this particular episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to support Calden Worlds. I do appreciate it. Like I said, it's been a fun ride. I've enjoyed sharing um, commentary and input when I've been able to do so. I do not think I will be adding anything more to this podcast uh, as far as I can see for the foreseeable future. So this will be it. I will probably share if I have any new updates or inputs or things that I think might be beneficial on the writer's desk page. So do check that out periodically if that's something you want to get some more insight from or with. Um, I don't know when I'll be sharing that if I do, but that's probably the page and the resource, the method I should say. I'll be making that information available. Otherwise, I wish you well in all your creative endeavors. May they be profitable and successful to you and be enjoyable in the process. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.